You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and we are here with Mark Janik from Destination Marathons. Now, I said it right, marathons. I don't know how many of you have ran a marathon in your life, but if you haven't, maybe you will after this, especially if it's a destination. Now, there's nothing like running you know, in your own hometown, right? Waking up in your own bed, enjoying breakfast in your own kitchen, coming home to crash on your own couch, you get it. But it's also pretty cool to run an out-of-town event, traveling someplace you've never been, experiencing everything that really that different place has to offer. But there is, of course, the headaches that come with all of the unknown territory. And that's really where Mark saw an opportunity uh, with Destination Marathon. So Mark, thank you so much for joining us on the award-winning Brand Builders podcast. Excuse me. For folks who don't know you yet, let's talk a little bit about you and your background. And, and, and before we get into Destination Marathons, tell us about yourself. Well, thanks for having me, Brian. Uh, nice to meet you, Scott, as well. Really appreciate this opportunity. So I grew up in Michigan, uh, just outside of Detroit. I uh, was been a runner all my life. I ran track and cross country in high school and college. I actually still have a school record, believe it or not, in high school for the half mile. I, I stopped over there at Warren Tower High School. Uh, it's been there for 47 years. What was the time? Uh, so wow. I think, uh, it was a 156.2. Oh, my God. 156? Converted it. <laughs> they converted it to meters, so it's 155.5 on the board. Wow. But the uh, I walked in the high school uh, yesterday, and the athletic director took me to the to the awards or the uh, record uh, uh, board and said no one's ever even come close. So I think it's going to be around for a while. That's wow, a, that's man. A, first off, that's amazing. I ran cross country in high school. I did not run track because of the same time during soccer. So, A, running is difficult. To run that fast, that's incredible. I mean, you were, you were moving, bro. <laughs> you were moving. <laughs> so right. You've been running all your life. Huh? Yeah. Yes, sir. I've been running all my life uh, from, uh, from something or. Uh... <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm well, kidding. well, that's really, I'm really kidding. cool that you could take a passion and actually turn it into a business and, uh, you know, an opportunity to provide a good livelihood for yourself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I grew up in Michigan. I spent uh, a couple of years in Texas, got my master's degree, um, Ended up in Florida, uh, where I met the love of my life. We just celebrated 28 years together uh, last last Friday. Uh, three kids. Um, all I say kids, now they're all young adults. And uh, I worked for Merck Pharmaceuticals as an account executive and a sales rep for 30 years. And that's, kind of, I think, where I got some of the, the travel skills that I've honed. Uh, probably half of my time with Merck, I, was, I traveled extensively throughout the country, so I got to be pretty good at navigating hotels, airlines, uh, rental cars. In fact, I was, I'm sort of known as the in-house travel uh, expert for friends <laughs> and family. If somebody's in New York for the for the parade, they can't find anything, they call me up, Mark, buddy, hook me up. Can't find a room anywhere near Times Square. So I, I've always considered that a challenge and I like doing it. Um, and I think the, the idea for Destination Marathons uh, was probably born when I qualified for the Boston Marathon in 2008. I didn't start marathoning until I was 42. A good buddy of mine, Sean, uh, told me I wasn't getting any younger. And if I wanted to do a marathon, I better better get on the stick. So I did my first marathon in 2005 down in Miami. Uh, but I, I, I got serious about it. And in 2008, I qualified to run the Boston Marathon. And being a travel person, I thought I would get well ahead of the, the crew, you know, everyone else by finding a hotel. 
close to the finish line about eight or nine months in advance. And I was in for a rude awakening when I went online to try to find a hotel. There wasn't anything. And what there was available was was very, very expensive. And I think that was sort of the the uh, the impetus or the idea, you know, hey, if you can if you can get a block of rooms way before anyone else does in a city where, you know, 30,000 more people are coming in for a long weekend and then make it a better experience uh, for folks, then, you know, that could be a viable business. So after I retired from Merck in January of 2018, my wife, Lisa, was kind enough to give me a couple of months on the couch <laughs> uh, watching YouTube videos and waiting for the early bird specials at 435 <laughs> and said, Mark, uh, you're too young to just hang out here. Why don't you go do something? You always talk about this starting some sort of running business. Why don't you, why don't you do it? So uh, she came up with the name and helped me with my business plan. And uh, we were sort of off to the races. So, so this is like a vacation planning company for runners, right? Yes. So it's, I like that word vacation. Um, we, we like to call it racecation. So <laughs> combining race and vacation. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I guess at the, at the end of the day, what we do is we make it easy for our guests. They sort of just hit the easy button instead of, you know, spending hours and hours on uh, online trying to find a hotel, not knowing if it's a good hotel, you know, trying to figure out where they're going to go to get the, you know, the, to the finish line or the start. How are they going to find a meal the night before? You know, runners like pasta meals, right? And if 40,000 people are in town for the New York City Marathon or whatever, everyone's trying to find that, that Italian restaurant. And, you know, you'll call up uh, the local uh, Maggiano's and they'll say, well, okay, Mr. Janet, we can seat you at 2.30 or at 9.30. <laughs> no, I want to eat I want to eat at 5.30. I've got to run 26 miles tomorrow. I'm getting up at four in the morning. So it's all about hitting the easy button with us and then uh, creating the time and the space for, for, for our guests to meet each other, develop relationships, and um, and have fun, have a good time. That's what we do. Are you planning these events internationally, or is it mainly in the States? Or Yeah, Scott. So we started uh, in 2018 uh, with doing uh, U.S. races primarily, East Coast U.S. So we did uh, New York, we did Marine Corps, we did uh, Keough Island outside of Charleston, uh, Atlanta, um, Boston, uh, etc. So we uh, sort of, you know, got our uh, got our start doing. I don't want to say local races, but but races, you know, that that were East Coast United States uh, and two two and three day events um, back during COVID which by the way, was not in my business plan. We, uh, <laughs> we had to huddle up and kind of reevaluate. And during that time, we, um, we started applying for uh, partnerships with some international races, like the London Marathon, Berlin Marathon, Dublin Marathon. That's a process where, you know, they, they interview you and they, they look at your, your track record. And you, if you become an official tour operator with one of these big international races, you have guaranteed bibs, guaranteed registrations, which, are, are very high in demand bibs for London and Berlin, you know, people they're, they're, they're via lottery typically. Um, and London, for example, uh, your chances of getting in the London lottery via lottery, if you're a U.S. citizen is probably less than 1.5%. Wow. Um, the other routes are charity. Uh, but I think that, so there, there's a big demand for that. Um, so yeah, so we started Berlin was our first international trip which was in uh, September 2021, we had a, you know, when you first, first year tour operators are encouraged to go 
with a low number, right? No, low number of bibs, low number of guests. They just, they want you to start off slow, which is, um, which is good for me because I'm kind of a swing for the fences kind of guy. I'll go uh, out of the blocks. I'll go, give me a hundred bibs. I'll let's go, let's go big. But they, um, so we started in Berlin, 2021. We had uh, 24 guests. And when I say guests, I mean runners and non-runners. We treat everyone the same. The non-runners get all the all the perks, all the VIP treatment, uh, cheer stations, meals, parties, goodie bags, the whole nine yards. So it's really a family affair, not just for the runner. But uh, again, Berlin, we had 20, in 2021, we had 20, 24 people. In 2022 in Berlin, we had 68. This past year in September of 2023, we had 107. Wow. And next year, you know, we obviously we already sell in advance. So when we started selling our Berlin 2024 package a few weeks ago, we sold out pretty quickly and we should have 150 to 165 total guests. So congratulations. Yeah, that's amazing. When so I've never ran a marathon, but I have a lot of people in my family that have. I, my uncle actually runs ultras and he's in his like 60s. He's I think he's crazy, but good for him. Um, but a lot of this stuff is also about, do you qualify, right? You just mentioned that you'd qualified for the Boston marathon. And then you also talk about the lottery. Do all of these marathons globally, specifically the main ones have that type of qualification. And with you being that travel partner, obviously, or I'm assuming you have to qualify, but then you as destination marathon has the key to me, not just praying that I get the lottery, right? So if I have the time that I can, can get for London, as long as I'm one of the first ones to, to sign up. I can go. Is that kind of how it's set up? Yeah, it is, Brian. So it, I'll, I'll try to put it into three buckets, right? So, and we've done these kind of three races. Um, there's races like Keough Island, um, Grandma's uh, Marathon up in Duluth, others US-based where if you can fog a mirror and you have a heartbeat and you can pony up $100 for the bib, you're in. <laughs> so they're pretty much open to anybody, any runner. Mm -hmm. um, there's other events, uh, specifically Boston, so Boston is uh, really the holy grail of marathon running. It's one of the oldest, if not the oldest marathon. Well, the oldest marathon is in in, in Athens, right? Um, mm -hmm. But it's one of the oldest, I, I would say the oldest marathon in the United States. Uh, somebody fact check me on that, but probably is. Um, but so for Boston, you have to qualify based on your age and your gender. And they're very, very aggressive times. So a lot of folks, um, rightly so, sort of encourage look at that as sort of a red badge of courage. I qualified for Boston or, you know, made it to Boston. Um, and then the third bucket are, I think what you're referring to some of the, a lot of the international races, like they call them Abbott six star races. Those are uh, Tokyo, Berlin, London, Chicago, New York, and uh, Boston. Those, um, if you take Boston out of that, they're, they're, um, they're very, very hard to get the bibs. Uh, so as an official tour operator, for instance, with the Berlin Marathon, we um, we have we have we have access to the bibs, right? So we we pre-purchase the bibs. So when somebody buys a package, which includes accommodations, meals, uh, after parties, all that, it 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 comes with a bib, right? So you can buy the complete package, and that's part of our agreement with these organizations. Um, if not, you know, somebody could come in and say, "Yeah, I'll take a thousand bibs for London or Tokyo," and then. You know, you could you could sell them in a in a day at five times the cost. They, they don't want people to do that. It's it's a package. It's they want they want us official tour operators to make it a better experience for for international guests. So that's what I was going to ask. The incentive around you going to 
Tokyo, going to London, going to Berlin and saying, hey, we have this entire experience. We're going to make your event even better. We're going to bring the best of the best from the United States or whatever that looks like. Like, what is the real incentive? Is it that? Is it that your organization creates a better experience in each of those cities? And that's why those organizations are saying, hey, we want to give them 50 bibs. And then next year, it's like, give them 100, give them 200. Look what they've been able to do. Look at the experience these people have been able to have. Why would we ever just sell them a direct to someone when we can work through an organization that makes our event even better and we don't have to do anything? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yes, I, you, you you summed it up perfectly, Brian. The um, So each of the races is a little bit different because they're all managed by different folks. Uh, but like, for instance, with Berlin, the company's called SCC Events. They're our actual partner, but they, they in effect, manage the Berlin Marathon. Mm-hmm. And they have, I'm guessing here, probably 130 international tour operators all over the all over the world so in the united states i believe there's four tour operators we're one of those so per our agreement we have to sell just to u.s citizens right there's tour operators in mexico and guatemala and and uh and and bolivia etc etc so i think um what they also like about that is that you know we um we can bring uh you know not only a better experience for folks but then we also, like with Berlin, for example, next year after our Berlin Marathon package, the, the event is anchored to the Berlin Marathon. But after that, folks can sign up for an excursion to Munich to go to Oktoberfest. So th- th- they know in the cities they operate that we're going we're gonna to bring in folks that, are, um, that want a premium VIP experience and that will stick around and you know, maybe spend more money in the country, et cetera. So um, I think it's, it's a win-win. So tell us about the experience in general. I'm on your on your website now. I know you guys have some different, um, you know, levels whether you're VIP or whatnot. But let's say you know I'm a runner. I'm interested in in doing London. Tell us about what that type of experience would look like. You mentioned a lot of things from goodie bags and being at the finish line and events. Tell us what really that entire package uh, encompasses and and why people are excited to do it. And I would imagine once they do it once, they're like, I'm never going to go to a destination marathon and not use destination marathon. So tell us a little bit about what that experience looks like. Excellent. So I can give you actually a real life example. We just got back from the Kiowa Island Marathon. Uh, It's just outside of Charleston. Kiowa Island Resort is the five-star resort. They do a marathon, half marathon there every year. Uh, we're partners with the race, with the race director and her staff. So they they set us up for success. They know that if we're successful in attracting guests from around the world, those guests will come back to Kiwa Island uh, mm-hmm. Resort. We had a guest from uh, New, Zeal- New Zealand who came and stayed with us in Kiwa. So to answer your question, if you're if if you signed up for Destination Marathons Kiwa Island Resort, the fir- for, for our package, the first thing you'll notice is when you when you drive through the security guard gate. You're not treated like everyone else. Everyone else has to go check in, um, which means you're standing in a line to get your villa keys, get your parking pass. Then you have to go to the expo, stand in line to get your registration. Then you got to figure out where to have dinner. Then you got to figure out uh, how to get a shakeout run in. Then you got to figure out, well, I'm going to wake up at 430 in the morning. I probably need a bagel and a banana. How am I going to acquire that? All of that stuff. So destination marathons, we cut right through all of that we our guests hit the easy button so what what happens is when the when the guests drive through the guard gate we've already approved them they'll they'll get a destination marathons parking pass they come right to our destination marathons party house they'll get their we have dinner uh set up for them 
they'll, they will get their, their villa key, their parking pass. The race director gives us their race bibs and race packets so we can just hand them to them so they don't have to go get them. Um, all the villas are steps from the start and the finish. So when runners wake up in the morning, they just got to walk 100 yards, 200 yards, 300 yards right to the start. Um, we have a we have a VIP tent right at the start and the finish um, where we have massage, we have gear check, we have food and drink. Um, so so th those are some of the advantages that, that folks have. And then um, I also meant you, you mentioned the swag bag. So one of our signature benefits is a swag bag for everyone when they arrive. Um, and I mean everyone, even kids. And we'll make it kid appropriate, right? So, um, but the swag bags typically—it's funny when we started, they were um, they were uh, basically, you know, cheap pens and um, you know a, a little chapstick and a, a little uh, note from Mark Janik written on a, on a on a sticky pad. Now they're 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 high class. We have partners um, like Feature Socks, um, uh, uh, You Can, uh, Boko Gear hats. So our guests, the, the swag bags, the quality of our swag bags now is is um, exponentially higher than it was back in 2018. So everyone gets a swag bag. Uh, typically, uh, our dinner, like for instance, this past year in Kiowa, uh, at our pasta dinner, we uh, we also had a couple of guest speakers. We had uh, Gene Dykes, uh, who had set the American record for the marathon in Chicago back in October for age 75 and older. He ran a 314. <laughs> His goal was wow. to set a world record at Kiowa, and he was one of our guests. And then we also support many uh, local and national nonprofits and, and charity partners. Destination Marathons does. One of those partners is a company or nonprofit rather called Taylor's Tale. They're they're local here in the Charlotte area. Taylor's Tale uh, was started by Laura King Edwards uh, and, a, and a colleague of hers uh, to commemorate her sister Taylor, who passed away in 2018 from Batten disease which is a very rare uh, childhood um, brain disorder. One of the, unfortunately, one of the ramifications of Batten disease is that, and, and there's no cure, by the way, that the uh, the victim, the child goes blind. Uh, so Laura um, ran the Charlotte Marathon a couple of times blindfolded, and she attempted a world record as well at the Kew Island Marathon for a for the half marathon by a female running blindfolded. So, so those two uh, spoke at our dinner to all of our guests and provided a lot of inspiration. Um, and then during the race, going back to my point about we treat uh, everyone the same, we had we had two destination marathons cheer zones, so all the spectators could come to our uh, come to our house, get some coffee and bagels. We had sign making stations, we had noisemakers, we had um, microphones, we had funny stuff. People could 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 you know clap and cheer. So it was, we were all together at the, probably about just short of the mile mark. And so participate in that cheer station. Uh, runners got done. They went to the VIP tent, got their gear back, got a massage, got a drink, got a beer, celebrated. Uh, and then we had a big party at the house afterwards. That yeah. sounds freaking awesome. It sounds like, so, a, I mean, you're running, but that's just part of it, right? You've created the entire experience. Heck of an experience. Heck yeah. Tell us about the feedback you're getting from the elevated swag bags. Obviously, we're we're in the brand building business through branded merch and that type of thing. So we always love to hear those stories where you've added value and you've actually delivered on items that, uh, you know, get incorporated in people's daily lifestyles. Absolutely. So the feedback was great. In fact, uh, I just texted 
uh, DC, a review that we got on our Google business page uh, yesterday, in fact, uh, and it's from a local gentleman, uh, Ross Cockerman, uh, who lives in Charlotte. Him and his wife were with us the first time, and they had two boys, five and seven. Uh, so he says, I'm looking at his review right here. Uh, I drove down from Charlotte with my wife and two kids, and when we arrived, they had a special care package for all of us, which included two bags labeled with a five and a two, indicating the ages of our sons. In them were toys, highlight books, and some sweets, and everything was very well thought out. My birthday was the weekend prior, and they even had a birthday card for me in, in addition to all the other goodies. Um, it was super nice not to, not, not to have to worry uh, about going to the expo since they had my bib, race shirt, and all other goodies. They had our room keys, beach key fob, parking passes all ready for us. The accommodations were extremely convenient, just steps away from the start line. Uh, and we even had a beautiful beach view to wake up to. So I think that's that's um, wow. That, that a terrific uh, review, and we're very grateful that for that. So I think you know, folks, um, this day and age, I think they're really uh, hungry for for really good service, customer service, and that typically means we, we answer the phone when somebody calls. We um, we can work folks to create their own personalized experience. Um, if there's an issue somebody wants to add or subtract from their you know from their their attendees list, we can do that. Uh, but we, we we try very hard to try to make it as seamless as possible for all of our guests. I've got nine folks that work for me, and I think probably seven of them have run marathons before. So we've all been there and been on the other side, and we know what it takes to make it a very uh, easy uh, and meaningful weekend for for our guests. Love that. Thank you for sharing. What a great testimony, man. Yeah. Congratulations. That that has to be Thank super you. rewarding for all your effort and and whatnot. Well, you know? it, 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 I think you guys, it's not me, it's the team. Uh, I've got, I've got rock stars on my team um, from Florida, Ohio, uh, Denver, uh, Charlotte area. They're all super, super good at what they do and totally dialed into our guests. I love it. I, I have a three and a five year old. And if I showed up to an event and you had swag bags for them with all the things that you just said, I'd be loving your brand more than anything. I'd be giving you testimony. I'm probably be giving you cash under the table just because I'm so excited. Um, that's a, I mean, but that's important, right? The details matter. And a lot of people do not think that way anymore, right? It's more about mass. It's more about let's make as much money as we can. Let's, let's, you know, really get after it. But the reality of it is, is that experience is what is, is selling um, everyone. Now you've been retired. Then you got back into work. Now you got a team of a bunch of people. This seems like it's taken off. You know, where do you see this going? And I I'm imagining now this is a full-time job. I think you're right back at it. Or is this still kind of something that you have a little bit of freedom maybe to, to, to go on your own run every once in a while? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Brian, I, I'm so, I'm so glad you asked it like that. So qu quick little story, if I may, when I, when I retired from Merck uh, back in 2018, January, part of the, 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 the package was access to career counselors, right? A third party that Merck employed, uh, for, for guests who are separated, not guests, but employees that were separated. So this career company would help you with your resume, help you with LinkedIn, help you with interview skills. So I get a call from somebody from, from New Jersey saying, Hey, I'm here to help. You know, what do you want to do? You're only 55. Um, you know, I can help you with your interview skills and all that. And I said, thanks for calling. Appreciate it very much, but I'm, uh, I'm done punching a clock, punched a clock for a long time. If I do anything, it's going to be my own business. 
she said, well, we have a whole division of people that help people like you sort of get your arms around what it takes to start a business from a financial you know, business planning perspective. And it's all free of charge for six months. So it's like, you know, get in touch with this other representative. And we're, we had a bunch of Zoom calls and meetings and they shared, shared a lot of resources with me. But one of the things she said was, you know, Mark, you're, um, you know, it was, I was a party of one, right? It was, I was one, one person, one employee working at my home. She said, you probably need to establish work hours for yourself because, you know, it just give you some balance in your life, right? So you, you know, when you're working, you know, when you're not, I said, good idea. So, so here, you know, I, I've always liked to volunteer. I've coached, um, let me run. It's a boys uh, running program, volunteer, uh, you know, at different charities and whatnot. And I thought, perfect. I'm going to establish my work hours as Monday and Tuesday, nine to five. Wednesday, half a day, nine to 12. And then I'll have a long weekend. Well, I'll volunteer, spend more time with the kids, train for marathons. That'll be the ideal thing, right? So that lasted one week. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you tried. You tried. Yeah, it's been been seven days a week, uh, 365. And when I I say that, I mean that because last year, we actually sold two two Boston packages on New Year's Eve after nine o'clock. Wow. I, I, I hear the dings come in on my app and I, I look, I'm like, my first reaction was I'm grateful for the Boston package sale. But the second reaction was, why are these people on shopping <laughs> on New Year's Eve at nine o'clock? Because <laughs> they, they knew what their New Year's resolution was. That's a run a marathon and they were getting after it. Ooh-wee. That's uh that's incredible. So where, um, you know, and there's marathons all over the place. We just had Alana Williams on here from the Charlotte Marathon. Every city, temp, you know, has uh, marathons. Are you actively looking to grow that into maybe some markets that aren't Boston or London or the real big ones, but, you know, maybe it could still be a really exciting place that, that people would want to travel. I mean, I could imagine, you know, New Zealand, if they had one, that'd be a sweet place to go run a marathon. Is there, uh, you know, a plan to expand and, and where do you kind of see the vision of this? Because it seems like you've done a lot in a very short period of time. Your board looks amazing. Your your team looks amazing, and the experience you've created is amazing. So this does look like something that you can scale up uh, into multiple cities, and would love to see you know where you think this journey is going to take you. Yep, great question, Brian. So we have a five year plan, business plan, uh, that was put together by uh, some very smart colleagues of mine, um, and to, around races. So we, um, we we learned a lot. I I made quite a bit of mistakes early on uh, about race selection. So the ideal, uh, there's a lot to it, but just to sum it up, it's, it's supply and demand is a good thing for us. I referenced Boston Marathon. So Boston, the rooms sell out right away. And like anything else, when things sell out and everyone wants to be in a certain area, you know, relative to the start or finish, then then the price goes up, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the other thing with, and we talked about this already with, with certain races, the bids are very, the registrations are very, very hard to get. So again, supply and demand, people are looking actively for London and Berlin and Tokyo bids. So those are two good places to start, right? With the location, the hotel, supply and demand, and then bids. Then we factor in what would be a good place where people would want to extend their time, right? So, you know, maybe nothing against Cincinnati, right? I grew up in the Midwest. I'm, you know, blue collar guy, but my folks, et cetera. But probably not too many people want to stay extra in Cincinnati, uh, right, for, for an stay. So they want to stay where, uh, you know, Berlin, Paris, um, other places. So we right now we, we're planning on doing Sydney. 
Sydney, uh, Australia in 2024, Cape Town. I sent a couple of my guys out to Cape Town this past year uh, to get us official partnerships with the Cape Town Marathon. Uh, we're looking at Reykjavik, Paris, uh, and others, primarily overseas. I think there, there's a more, there's much more need for our services overseas than there is in the United States. Uh, and in the, in the, and the trips are longer, right? They're longer and we're adding extensions onto the, onto the package. So for example, in Cape Town next year, the package will be four days anchored to the Cape Town marathon, but then an option to add on an excursion to go to a safari and go to the wine country and all that kind of stuff. I, I, that's fantastic. I love the uh, the adits. And I was just curious. I went on the uh, Boston weekend 2024. I mean, it's it's affordable, right? When we look at it, A, you're going to be guaranteed a bib. B, you're going to be guaranteed a good time. And C, you're going to be guaranteed to not have to go through the crap that everybody else has to go to. Honestly, I think right. you should charge more. I'm not even going to say the number. You can go find it out yourself. But <laughs> I, I was thinking this was going to be double what that is, to be honest. And that's just from listening to you for 30 minutes. So I think you've done an amazing job adding the value. And I think from everything you bring to the table, this is 100% worth it. I mean, 100%. Thank you for saying that, Brian. It's funny you say that. We, um, we're uh, we always evaluating you know, how we can get better. And just a quick story back. Uh, so we uh, Boston was our first event ever in 2019. If you're about to start your own runner's travel company, I'd recommend you do not start at Boston. <laughs> that is a, is, is a big stage. And if we were to fail at Boston, we would have had to, to, to pack up and go home. Right. Um, but uh, we did it. And uh, our growth has been exponential in Boston. Last year in Boston, we had our biggest event ever. And we had, it was such an elevated experience with premium experience, uh, speaker programs. We had a partnership. We have a partnership with Sam Adams, Boston beer. So they set our, our guests up with private tours of their tap room. We did a tour of the Boston marathon course with a very well-known historian on the bus, uh, all kinds of super cool things, but going into that selling season, you know, so go back a year. Um, and my phone number is out there. People call me. So I, you know, probably need to change that. I'm getting too many calls, but <laughs> People call me and the, the last two calls that I got about four months before the Boston Marathon from two different gentlemen, one in Columbia and one in Tampa, were, hey, I'm, I'm going to Boston. I need a room. I've been shopping around. We went onto your site and you're cheaper with all your bells and whistles and VIP and a bus from the hotel to the start. You're you're cheaper than what we can find for just a roof, a bed and a bathroom. I'm like, my first reaction again was like, I'm glad you found me, you know, look, looking forward to meeting you, but damn, I should have probably raised the price. <laughs> <laughs> hey, supply and demand. You'll, you'll learn uh, throughout that. And you did mention your phone yeah. number, you know, as we kind of wrap this up, what is the best way for people to get in touch with you? If they're interested in, in running these marathons? Um, I even have some people, we had a guy on our podcast recently from run rack, uh, Marcel Coleman. I don't know if you've met him before, but he has created a phenomenal bag designed for runners designed for destination runners where they go and everything is there. You literally have you heard of this run rack I have, I have not, oh my I god have, okay not. it's basically a bag right that's beautiful and when you take out your things you basically put it on the back of a door and it folds all the way down and has all of the areas for all your accessories that you would ever need in running so he always said when he went okay. on trips it was every day he'd have or every time he'd run he'd have to set out everything here's my clothes this is what i do and it was oh i'd always forget something this literally enables you to pack all your stuff and never 
miss anything. I will make the connection. That would be a phenomenal item to put in your swag bag. I promise you. Um, but in general, and how do people get in touch with you? How can they sign up and how do they follow the journey? So uh, thank you for that. Uh, so so destinationmarathons.com. Uh, you can punch us in on Google. Uh, we should should appear the first page. Um, you can follow us on Facebook or on Instagram. We have a LinkedIn account now. Uh, it's Destination Marathons. Um, and you can sign up. Um, some of our events um, you know, can be purchased online through a deposit or payment in full. Others, so we're, 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 we're planning now, we're getting a little smarter in terms of how we, um, you know, garner interest for future events. So like for example, Berlin 2024 is sold out, but you can go on our website and sign up for Berlin 2025, the interest list, right? So you can, we're, we're encouraging folks for these really high in demand events to, to get signed up on the interest list. So, so we can, we can market to you uh, uh, directly once our package becomes available. That's amazing. Like I mentioned, I have a lot of uh, marathon runners in my uh, in my family. I'm not one of them. Maybe someday I'll give you a ring, um, but I'm going to definitely tell them about this because I think they would be very interested in that. Um, this has been fantastic. Uh, you know, Mark, I think you should be very proud of yourself for going through an entire career, retiring at 55, still having the passion to fall in love with something that you already fell in love with way back in the day. I will say that you were at Eastern Michigan. My father-in-law played tennis at Eastern Michigan. He's a little bit older than okay. you, so he probably did not cross paths, but his name was Barry Laney. Um, so, hey, I guess all great things come out of Eastern Michigan. <laughs> Awesome. Go, go Eurons. <laughs> it was Eurons back in the day. Now it's the Eagles. Yeah. I don't even know what it was when he was back in the day <laughs> with him, but, um, was, but, but a great man. Yeah, yeah. A great man. And, and, and honestly, this story has been, been awesome. And I, I love, like, I think it's so cool to find somebody that's done a career. And then you said, you know what? I could start a business. And now I don't even think you ever even imagine it would be at this point, uh, but you should be very proud of yourself. And I think this is something that will go on, Honestly, a lot longer um, than you probably ever imagined. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate the time. Thank you. And the opportunity. Absolutely. Uh, like we always say, please go check it out. Destination Marathons. Uh, give them a like, share, comment. Um, if you're a runner, this is this is it. If you've always wanted to run Boston and never gotten the lottery, this is your ticket uh, to make that happen. And uh, again, Mark, thank you so much for for joining us. Until next time, you've been listening to this episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.